Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Welcome in, Monday morning, Three Dudes with a View. It's a beautiful Monday morning. We had a gorgeous weekend. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How are you? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. And dude number one, Mr. Jim York, I think has an election uh, commission meeting this morning, so he will not be with us. Uh, Clayton, we had a lot happen over the weekend. Um, first of all, uh, Friday night, Spring Hill versus Columbia Central. Yeah, that... <laughs> That was a great ball game. If uh, anybody wasn't there, didn't listen, but uh, went went into overtime. Columbia ended up winning the game twenty to seventeen. Uh, Gaga at Spring Hill. They played a great game, and um, uh, Columbia was fortunate to uh, to come out of that thing with a win. But they did, and uh, all's well that ends well. So <laughs> there you go <laughs> on, on the Franklin County. On the Franklin County, how did what what happened in the overtime? Uh, Spring Hill got the ball, uh, and they – in high school overtime, it's not like college. You get the ball at the 10, each team gets a possession. Their first play, they get it down to the one-yard line or maybe the one-and-a-half, and then um, they run a little jet little jet play on the second play and lose like eight or nine yards. And uh, if they had gone back and ran the play that they had run on first down, which was kind of a read option by the quarterback, I think they'd probably score. Or if they get under center and run the quarterback sneak, they most definitely probably score. Uh, but they didn't. And uh, they kick a field goal. They went up 17-14. And then Columbia ran the ball twice and scored. And that, that ended it. So uh, it was a heck of a ball game for sure. Uh, a little too close for comfort. But like I said, you got to give Spring a lot of credit. They played well. They played well. They were they were prepared. They were ready. Their defense um, played really really well. So Columbia's got a lot of things they got to fix, uh, special teams wise, offensively, defense. I thought played pretty good, but you know, it's a this is part of it. They'll get a break next week after this Friday. They'll get a break uh, for fall break next week. So that'll probably be a good thing. Have some time off. There we go. Boy, that's a squeaker. Okay. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Coach Mike Lyle on the yeah. board. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Good deal. Well, let's see. Now, on to Saturday, though. The uh, uh, Tennessee beats South Carolina. Yeah. Is that a big deal? Uh, I mean, it's payback for the embarrassing loss they had last year against South Carolina um, down there. Um, Tennessee lost one of their be- better receivers uh, to a pretty gruesome injury. Um, but that place was electric. I mean, you they they wore the black jerseys. That place was place is pretty electric. So it's a big win. It's a good win for them, and um, they got got to get ready for Texas A and M that that comes to town in a couple of weeks, I believe. Coach, I'm not sure who they got next week, uh, but uh, I know A and M comes to town, and um, yeah, it, it was it was a good win. Yeah, and what about Alabama? Alabama went to Starkville, took care of business uh, against uh, Mississippi State. Uh, I think it ended up being forty to seventeen uh, was the final, but they look better. I mean, they're they're not 
it's not the same Alabama team that we've seen in the last couple of years, but defense is pretty good, and their quarterback situation is kind of a work in progress. And uh, UT is actually off, it appears. Yeah, and the, then they got A and M. Say the next game was the fourteenth. They got three really tough games yeah. back to back to back. They got they got Texas A and M coming to Knoxville. They go to Alabama, and then they got to go to Kentucky. Kentucky is. Undefeated, they're five and zero, oh, and they're and they handled Florida. Oh yeah, they, they beat Florida up. It's <laughs> basically what they did. Yeah, they had a running back um, that had two hundred and eighty yards uh, rushing in that game. So it's uh, been kind of a funny year in the SEC. There's not really been that dominant team. You look at Georgia over the weekend; they went to the wire with Auburn. Auburn played really, really well, and uh, Georgia was able to escape. Uh, Auburn with a 27-20 win. So it's uh, it's not – you don't have that one dominant team out there like you typically have with either Georgia or Alabama or, or I'm going to say Michigan. Uh, Michigan's up there. Texas is up there. I, I don't know if Georgia's still number one or not. I think they were the last time I saw them. Uh, for, the, for the general fan, it, it's – it's fantastic because you got all these teams just jockeying back and forth, and, and right. you never know. You know, you don't really have a team that's just you know going to walk away with it every week. And uh, so it's it, it makes for some interesting ball games. Now, if you're a dedicated fan to a certain team, it can it's tend not to... quite as interesting, is it? <laughs> oh, it's interesting. Believe me, it's it's really interesting. But uh, you know, it's up and down. You know, you, you never know, uh, and, and that's and that's what makes that's what makes watching the game fun. You know, if you if you know every time how things are going to come out, then yeah, it does tend to get a little boring sometimes. Right. And then yesterday, uh, the Titans and the Bengals. I've heard some of it, but I don't know the end of it. What happened? Titans won big. Yeah, they just, really surprising. Um, yeah, the Jekyll and Hyde team came back with their strong team this time. So uh, you know. We had talked to Drake and I had talked about on the show that, you know, okay, they had a really, really bad performance last week. So it was time they're going to come out and play like gangbusters. Sure enough, they, they showed up. Now, what they, what, which team shows up next week? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, <laughs> Speak, speaking of Drake, though, we had other things going on here over the weekend that I think were a great success. Uh, on Friday night, uh, down in Riverwalk Park, Oktoberfest was held to benefit the room at the end. Uh, but Drake took they it was a German style Oktoberfest, you know. So among other things they had a, a dachshund uh, they call it a wiener dog race, a dachshund uh race. Well Drake has a dachshund named Carl. Correct. And so I I, I messaged Drake Saturday and said, you know, how did Carl do in the race Friday night? He said Carl couldn't even find the finish line. So <laughs> I, you know, that's about right. He should have hung a hot dog out in front of Carl and or one right across the finish line anyway. Exactly. That, that, that might have made it work. But by all accounts, that was a success. Saturday uh, was uh, the Columbia Fall Main Street Fall Festival, and uh, and done in conjunction with the Kiwanis Club of Columbia. The Kiwanis Club of Columbia had a chili cook-off, and uh, WKRM WKOM participated uh, in that. Um, they they had a team on the cook-off. All right, thank you. Somebody's coming in with a, an announcement here, and I'm going to read it in just a second. Uh, we had a. Uh, 
we had a team in the cook-off, WKRM, WKOM, Kennedy Broadcasting Team, in the cook-off. Uh, and uh, Malia uh, Ayers, uh, Taft Ayers' wife, prepared the chili. And I think we were a success. I don't. Nobody's notified us that we won anything, but we certainly had a lot of people come up want to get seconds and thirds, and you know, we're uh, to come back for more. That's usually a good sign. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> telling us how good it was, and we had a big time. There was a big crowd, and uh, the bands were playing on the stage. Uh, a lot was going on. They had a big. Uh, kid zone and all that kind of thing and i said the weather was gorgeous there's a big crowd we served up all the chili that we had which was i think five or six gallons and when we were out then we were out of the contest you know so it, it was all good it's a good time all right folks i love front porch radio uh, man it's just excuse me man it's just come in to give us a flyer it's the announcement uh of the 180th anniversary of the Mount Lebanon, Mount Lebanon Missionary Baptist Church, 218 uh, East 8th Street, Columbia, Tennessee. 180th birthday. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, the Mount Lebanon Missionary Baptist Church has been here in Columbia, Murray County for a long time. That, that is absolutely amazing. That uh, that takes you back to uh, the early 1800s. They are having a celebration of their 180th birthday on the 15th of October, 2023. Uh, 11 a.m. morning service, 3 p.m. evening service with the Reverend Alvin Anderson and Friendship Missionary Baptist Church meal we serve after morning service in the educational building. All right, folks, that's that's right incredible. The church has been here in this community 180 years. The Mount Lebanon Missionary Baptist Church, they will be celebrating their 180th anniversary, October 15th. Uh, two services, one at 11 a.m. and another uh, at 3 p.m., so that's amazing. You know, a couple other uh, things I dealt. Uh, Saturday night, um, Coach Dickinson and the Whitthorn Tigers uh, won their first game of the, of the Murray County Middle School sem- semifinals against Columbia Academy. And they advanced to play in the championship game this Thursday night um, at Lindsey Nelson Stadium, which you'll be able to hear on 103.7. Um, for the uh, championship, they'll take on Battle Creek out of Spring Hill. Uh, that will be this Thursday at six o'clock at Lindsey Nelson Stadium. So, uh, congratulations to both teams and all the teams involved uh, that have had a good year. So, wanted to make sure I mentioned that. And then, um, yeah, that's really great that they put together that. I guess you call it a league, yeah, middle school, which consists of all. Uh, yeah, it's all, a, all Murray County schools, middle schools. Plus yeah. Columbia Academy. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a good deal. They don't have to travel very far. They all get to play each other, and uh, I think there's eight, eight teams total, so it, it works out well. Or six, maybe six teams, six teams total. So. All right. On, on a sad note, uh, Robert Martin McKay, Robert McKay's 
uh, passed away this uh, over the weekend. Uh, folks in the case founded these radio stations, WKRM, in 1946, I think. And uh, uh, I bought these stations from Robert McKay three and a half years ago. Uh, Robert and his family certainly left a positive footprint on this community and uh, his the legacy of the McKay family and the radio business here in this county and uh, the memories of Robert will remain. So there we go. Uh, let's see. What else, what else over the weekend? Oh, there's something I have got to mention. Uh, we were talking last week. We got a minute, but I'll talk about it real quick. We were talking last week about you know, a tragedy that happened here recently in Murray County. A man is alleged to have uh, murdered his wife or girlfriend. I can't remember which. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. And it was noted that there was had been a series of previous arrests, perhaps, where it's it was alleged maybe that he had assaulted the girlfriend. And this wasn't the first time the police had been called. And I was talking about how... The court system was so ill-equipped to handle these situations. I mean, we, you know, the court system can prosecute the guy. The court system can send the guy to jail. But the problem is very often the victim shows up at these hearings and does not want to prosecute. And that can be problematic. You know, you've lost a witness there. Uh, so the court system is ill-equipped to handle uh, the emotional trauma or the physical trauma that the victim goes through in these type situations. And I I had a Biden moment. I couldn't remember the organization that, that is so prominent in that field of work here in Columbia, Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee and that's Center of Hope, which is located, Center of Hope is located right here in downtown Columbia. They have the expertise to deal with these uh, folks who've been abused sexually, physically, whatever, they are going through emotional trauma, that emotional and physical trauma, that the courts just aren't prepared to deal with. And the Center of Hope has the expertise to do that. Our friend Cindy Sims is, is the executive director, and I just could not remember the name of Center of Hope last week. My apologies, but Center of Hope is something that's worthy of all of our support they do an amazing job, and the courts can't do it. They need an organization like Center of Hope. All right, we're taking a break. We're coming back. of today are among the most dependable and luxurious vehicles in America and Parks Motor Sales has them all. Find excellent deals on the Buick LaCrosse, Cascada and Regal. Parks has SUVs the Encore, Enclave and Envision. Their exceptional staff can help you find your best fit with financing for your budget. For a vehicle that has everything, experience the new Buick. For a dealer that has everything, experience Parks Motor Sales. Visit 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com
Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now, you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. 
Life gets busy, and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm, and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork, and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit TaylorFamilyFarmTN.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people, and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. There we go, talking heads. <laughs> we are back. My name is Self Kennedy. I'm dude number three. We're short on dudes this morning. <laughs> All right, dude number two, Clayton Harris is with us. Hey, how's it going, Doug? Good morning, Clayton. Good dude morning. number one, Mr. Jim York is at an election commission meeting, and we thank him for his service there. Uh, the uh, what, what have we had going on? The uh, you know down at the chili cookoff on Saturday afternoon. Of course, I, we were down there. Taft Harris was down there. Mary Susan was down there. We were serving up chili. You know, I don't know if we won anything, but, I mean, people could not seem to get enough of our chili, which uh, Malia Ayers uh, made, and it was delicious. And uh, But uh, Jerry Breidenbaugh came up, and I never got over there. I should have gone around and tasted other people's chili, but I didn't do it. The uh, I guess I was just sitting there in the shade feeling feeling like a turtle on a log hey, but enjoying the day enjoying the day uh jerry Bridenbaugh was uh he came around and tasted our chili but apparently the murray county democrats james dallas uh and crew had a, a booth set up where they were serving chili and jerry Bridenbaugh, the chair of the republican party for murray county said he had been over there and tasted the democrats chili and the democrat chili was no good so there we go uh, definitely a, a non-partisan opinion of the democrats <laughs> democrats chili yeah. i'm sure it was good oh goodness yep yep the other thing that happened over the weekend is that uh Apparently, the United States Congress passed what's called a continuing resolution to fund the government for another 45 days, and it happened on Saturday and Saturday night. And the uh, so we'll get funded for another 45 days. Again, I have I have no fear of government shutdowns. Like I said, I was a, I worked for the Department of Justice for 25 years, and. The only thing that ever happened is one time. One time, I had like a thirty-day paid vacation, uh, and of course, they don't pay you till you come back. But the Federal Credit Union in Nashville offered any federal employee a low-interest loan and would go ahead and give them their paycheck, let them pay it back, let them pay it back once the government got reopened and you got the back pay. So, I mean, it's, it's just no big deal. Right. And. Uh, so uh, they'll just yeah, Coach out, Mike out of, Lyle, what's up? Out of ignorance here, I'm asking this question here. When when the government shut down, what does that do as far as government services uh, for John Q. Citizen? Uh, well, you know the, I, the the ones that impact people the most. You know, Social Security payments, Medicare, Medicaid, all those things continue as essential services. You know. Uh, so, so what does happen on a shutdown? <laughs> oh, uh, parks close and stuff. Yeah, they close 
Great Smokies Park, you know, I mean, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as I, I would be, you know, I don't know. Uh, the first time we, we shut down, I think the first system came around, we, they were supposed to lay off non-essential uh, employees and uh, and uh, and to keep essential employees. So in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Nashville, what they did, they would usually keep a you know a skeleton staff of attorneys, maybe three or four, you know that kind of thing. But I remember the first assistant came around the first time we had one, I think under Clinton, and he goes, he goes, Delk, you want to be essential or not essential? <laughs> and <laughs> and I said, well, deer season is open, so I think I'll be, I think I'll be non essential this time. You know? <laughs> and, uh, so I got a paid vacation to go hunt at deer season. It, so at any rate, the continuing resolution was passed. Uh, there's a lot going on there. One of the key points of contention was that some of the members of Congress, a substantial number of members of Congress, wanted to include additional aid for Ukraine in this in the continuing resolution. And that's just pretty funny. One one of the proponents of that was, and this is a bipartisan effort, and what's going on, you know, Ukraine's been getting $220 million a day from the United States. I I don't think we know the extent of the billions that have been sent over there. Uh, And the truth of the matter is that, and I've lost the article now, but uh, the members of Congress have been told Without, by by the military, by the uh, the military of the United States, that you know, folks, what's not getting a lot of publicity is Ukraine is not winning. It's essentially a war of attrition going on over there, and guess who's got more people? Russia. And they're saying, you know, the the alarm bells are going up that without additional aid from the United States, uh, Ukraine is not going to make it, uh, is not going to prevail. And, folks, we are already, there are a lot of things going on out there. We, we're, For instance, we are paying all 57,000. The United States is paying the salary of all 57,000 first responders in Ukraine. It, it's it's crazy. This is over a country you know, which has no, we have no strategic interest there. There is no American interest there. There is nothing bad that's going to happen to the United States or the people of the United States if Ukraine's defeated. It's just, you know, uh, I mean, it's just, it's just not. And, uh, and, and it, it's risking World War III where we get, where the United States actually gets into a war with Russia is crazy town. Now, there are people there, the Mitt Romneys, uh, the late John McCain. There, We have got warmongers out there. They exist. They want a war with Russia. And why they think Russia is the big evil, I don't know. Uh, I, I challenge anybody to, you know, tell Clayton, you know, tell me what Russia has done to the United States. I mean, the... Democrats have used Russia in several different forms and fashions. You go back to 2016, 
uh, they were the reason Hillary Clinton got beat. You know, like they've made them the boogeyman for a while. Well, I mean, it turned out that was nothing. It was all false. It was correct. all false. Uh, we do know there's a connection between Ukraine and the Bidens, um, and I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I really don't understand it. I don't understand why um, we don't let other European countries handle this because, the, to me, they they would have more. Uh, it, it's in their backyard, and they would have more to. Uh, more influence in my opinion i know i know we give money and uh it to, to me though it's just crazy how the and we've talked about it on the show a bunch how um both sides um have become warmongers um and yeah i mean apparently in, in the left it's not just not, the democrats of course you got yeah. this this crazy uh Dem- democratic congressman from new york who they were about to pass the continuing resolution in the House, and he, I mean, it's pretty clear. I mean, he says he just made a mistake. He thought he was just trying to open the door. But right before the— Give me a break. Yeah. Nobody's passing that. What's the guy's name? I can't remember. I can't remember. He pulled the fire alarm. He pulled the fire alarm. Yeah. and something and, Something bright red with a lever that says fire alarm across the lever you have to pull right nobody nobody's <laughs> but, buying that but his motive was that the bill that was about to be passed did not contain additional funding for the war in ukraine you know i mean this is crazy town and uh and then this uh mitch mcconnell you know i stood up about six months ago and said that the most important issue uh, the biggest concern of the American people was uh, assisting Ukraine. That was the number one issue for the entire United States. And he, is, you know, I was reading a news article yesterday about how he spends, he takes to the floor of the Senate every week to talk about how the United States has got to do more for Ukraine, uh, blah, 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 blah. And so that was the big holdup over the weekend in both the House and Senate. You know, I mean, you would think that that uh, that these some Republicans, I mean, Looney Tune Republicans and Democrats, uh, who can't even tell the difference between a fire escape and you know the up button I mean, on the elevator. You look at uh, some of the cities across our country that could use that funding. What that could be done with that money? Exactly. Yes, and. and and for people to sit there and try to defend this, it's just insanity. And uh, you're right. I mean, there, there are people in this country. Look at look at look at some of the cities in California. Uh, I mean, you, you you just look at what could be done with all that the yeah, billions how about, and billions you know, of dollars that are that are going to the Ukraine. Um, and like you said, though, on on a war that's going to be a, a battle of attrition and and. and Russia, Russia's got the numbers. They absolutely got the numbers. And again, I just don't understand how this is a huge interest for us as a country. I don't what, what will the U.S. lose if Ukraine does not prevail? What What bad will happen to the American people? Exactly. What bad will happen to American interests? I, I tell you what. I tell you what does scare me though. Think about if you took those billions of dollars and used them and put them into resources down at the border. What that would, how big of a difference that would make here? That's uh, because, a whole because that issue. is a yes. crisis. That is a national security. That would threat. be more than enough money to shut the border. The border is a much more serious situation could, than, than what happens with Ukraine and Russia. You could build the wall and and put thousands of troops mile by mile across that 
Mexican border down there and could absolutely stop this these hundreds of thousands of migrants that are coming in. I mean, could you imagine? I mean, I, I think I said this last week. I, I think if we all knew the real number, we would be terrified. Yeah. We would be terrified if we knew what has come across that border over the last couple of years. Yeah. Now, uh, on as the, far as the numbers go. On this continuing resolution, though, there is um, a lot of dissatisfaction uh, among uh, conservative Republicans about the way Kevin McCarthy handled it. And, of course, what they wanted was a continuing resolution that would actually have some spending cuts, would have some mandates for the border in it. And they say that, you know, this fellow Matt Getz, the is that Matt Gates. Gates, yeah, the, the Republican congressman from Florida saying that Kevin McCarthy didn't, you know, sort of hoodooed him on that. Um, I've been watching the social media over the weekend, and I and and – Matt Gates says he's going to make a motion that Kevin McCarthy, that Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader, he's going to make a motion to vacate the chair. In other words, to try to take down McCarthy. Uh, I'll be I'm our, our representative, Andy Ogles, uh, over the weekend was unusually silent. On he social. voted against the. I figured he did. Yeah, did, he was on. He didn't vote for it. I figure Andy wouldn't be happy with it, and and I'm, I, I'm, I support him. I think he's voting the will of the district. Uh, so that's all good, and uh, we'll see what unfolds. But I mean, seriously, you know, we are risking a war in with Russia for what? Let's take a break and come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. If you have happy and you know it clap your hands if you're happy and you know it clap your hands 
If you're happy and you know it, then your face will surely show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. When you see the happy face on our truck, you'll be smiling because you know that you're in luck. When you're fixed up and you know it, healer solved it like you hoped it. If you're happy and you know it, shout it out. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Columbia. Take 5 is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. Visit their newest location at 1203 South James Campbell Boulevard and take advantage of their $15 off grand opening special. That's right, $15 off any oil change, Columbia. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. They're faster than you think. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. something even if it's wrong sometimes you have to folks my name is Del kennedy i am dude number three dude number two clayton harris how's it going i'm doing well Doug. good morning everybody dude number one mr jim york is at an election commission meeting this morning uh he was he was at at the chili cook-off or down at the fall festival on saturday afternoon seemed to be having a big time as always he came by and said hello to us uh a couple of times, and always good to see Mr. York. And I, I've I've got to remind me, Clayton and Coach Mike, tomorrow to ask him about what did he call them? Like he said that he had some peppers from North Carolina that he called like 
volcanic peppers. Yeah, those. I think they're called the Carolina Reaper. I think that's what he was talking about. And they are supposedly, I I, I think they're the hottest on the pepper scale or something. They're one of the highest, if not the hottest scale uh, pepper that north america puts out I'll tell you what something like that would reap me but mr york seemed very excited about those north carolina reaper peppers and i don't know if the democrats put any of those that in their chili or not but but that, that'll lit some people i think up. they put warning signs you know when they sell them i think they have to put warning signs on them. wow because the the oil and stuff that's so hot and it also can create skin you know, skin rash or, or whatever, if you have a, a, an allergic reaction to it. So, <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Uh, well, Miss York was very excited about some North Carolina. Yeah, it's, uh, there, there are people. There, there are people that swear by that they think there's something special. I, I'm like you. I, I don't particularly want to feel like I'm a dragon when I get done eating. <laughs> Talk about jet fuel, baby. I mean, yeah. Lord have mercy. Oh, me. All right. Well, maybe he'll be back tomorrow. We can ask him about those Reaper peppers that he was so excited. But he was in a big way and I think enjoying the chili, enjoying seeing people. And we certainly enjoyed seeing him uh, Saturday afternoon in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, meanwhile, folks, let's see. Just to shift around a little bit. The Oh, oh Clayton got a message about I can't, uh, well, you know, I. Looking on the internet while I'm trying to be on the air is not very easy to do. But this congressman from New York, he's a Democrat, uh, pulled the fire alarm just before the House was about to vote on the continuing resolution. And apparently he was upset because the continuing resolution did not have more funding for Ukraine in it. And uh, in order to get the votes they needed, that had been stripped out of the bill. But... uh, this congressman thought if he got a little extra time, maybe he could get the Ukraine funding put back in. However, he claims that he's on video pulling the fire alarm. I mean, it's perfect video. You couldn't have shot it better if, you know, you gotten in a Hollywood camera crew. And uh, he claims that he thought it was, you know, I think the up button on the elevator or something, but that he didn't realize it was a fire alarm. Clayton, you got a little reaction to that. Somebody sent you a message. Yeah, I got a, one of our listeners was notifying me that he is actually a former high school principal. So This congressman from yes, New York. Yes, correct. So he knows exactly what a fire alarm is. And uh, like our listener said, he probably has punished a student for doing the same thing uh, a time or two. So. I mean, for him to say he didn't know what it, what it was is just a lie I, and totally absurd. I still have, you know, as a, as a teacher, you know, in, in a school situation, and I've been to several municipal buildings and stuff. It is hard to miss the fact that that's a fire alarm. Well, it's, it's a it's red, a red it says box. Fire on it. The yeah. lever you have to pull, you know, and most fire alarms you have to break a glass to get into it. I don't, you know, not not all of them, but uh, but some of them you have to break actually break a glass, a piece of glass to get into it. The lever you have to pull has fire alarm on raised letters, so a blind person could see it or could feel it. You know uh, how you miss that? I'm. I'm <laughs> but what happened to the? You know the. When did Democrats become warmongers? And I mean, these are the same people that were wanting to uh, 
Well, I mean, you look at how they ran against Bush in 04 with John Kerry. And um Yeah, what happened to Code Pink? I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know. Um But you know, at the same time then you've got this minority of Republicans who are just I mean, the most important thing in the world was is to uh you know, is to attack Russia and eliminate their evil there. I, I just you know, I'm, I, re- I remember after the Berlin Wall fell and Gorbachev and all that stuff, I thought, okay, you know, our troubles with Russia are over. But these people just kept it up. I mean, the Mitch McConnells, the John McCains, the, they they kept it up. They they wanted to to completely annihilate Russia, and now, you know, they see their chance. You know, that we can they can get a war going with Russia because of what's going on in Ukraine. And they've been sitting back wanting some excuse to go to war with Russia for years. And I just don't what what and people I mean, you know, you know we're probably going to get text saying I'm a Putin lover or something. I'm not a Putin lover, but for the life of me in the last decade or two decades in the, on the <clears throat> world stage, what 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 has Russia done that? you know hurts u.s interest i don't see it i mean isn't this europe's problem or china's problem i mean why is that yeah why is this our problem i don't i don't get it like i don't i don't understand why we're the ones sending billions of dollars uh monthly or how however often it is uh to the ukraine i I don't i don't i mean and if russia were massing troops against germany or the united kingdom or something like that well then yeah hell we'd have to go to war but Ukraine, we, there's there's nothing there that that is vitally important to the United States. No. I mean, uh, Coach Coach Mike, you look like you're about to say something to that microphone. Well, I I don't know. I, from what I understand, that at one time Ukraine was a supplier of wheat or grain to a lot of Europe. Um. You know, would that? I don't know if that would skew the the, the grain futures, grain market, or whatever. Uh, if if it went into Soviet hands, Soviet Russian hands. Yeah, Soviet Soviet. <laughs> I was going to say, I, you know, uh, nobody's articulated but, that, and even in the middle of this war, and you know, Lord, I mean, that's uh, no, that's there's there's not enough there to make it worth going to war. Of course, yeah. You know, from what I you know, if. If what's going on over there, you know, right now, most of those wheat fields and stuff have probably been burned up or bombed out. Or, You know, I've uh, been sort of watching the articles on that. Apparently, production's keeping up pretty well. Okay. Uh, the, uh, I guess it's just along the borders where a lot of the, the fighting yeah, is going the, on and all stuff. All the fighting so. is in, is in uh, eastern Ukraine, and you look at those borders, the, the, uh, the battle lines between Ukraine and Russian troops. Uh, you know, there was supposed to be this great spring offensive this year, and those the Russian and Ukrainian lines have shifted hardly at all. Uh, and there was a big article in the Wall Street Journal about that this week, about how uh, conventional warfare, or warfare as we've thought of it, you know, since probably the Second World War, you know, uh, mass troop movements with big tank columns and that kind of thing just doesn't work because the the drones get them uh and uh military strategists uh, planners all over the world are taking 
uh, notes because uh, the journal interviewed one battle commander who said, you know, it doesn't matter which side you're on, when anything goes on the move, a tank, an armored personnel carrier, or anything like that, within 10 minutes, the drones take it out. And so they're having to uh, actually battle with dismounted uh, squads, dismounted squads of of men, of soldiers, who are going from tree to tree where they can't be seen by drones. Uh, they have to scatter their troops out enough where they're not massed, where and they're not in some some big like a tank or an armored personnel carrier. So th- that's a whole other issue. But again, you know, warfare is rapidly turning into a series of clandestine operations. Yeah, you know? I mean, again, and, and though, it's not, you, no big real in quote unquote invasion or like you said troop movement or something like that because it's too easy to wipe those things out but you know incursions here a a, a unit or a, a small you know a small force goes in and, and does disruption yeah or I something mean, along that that line the, is, the, is becoming more and more a, the model a russian yeah a russian commander was just saying anything that big that moves an armored personnel carrier a tank when it goes on the move within 10 minutes on either side it's gone you know it's gone and that's a column of tanks or, or whatever. So, I mean, that's that's a whole different issue. Uh, and so, but it's you know it drives home the point that the war in Ukraine is not going so well for Ukraine, nor for the United States as its proxy. And from what I'm gathering, it's not going extremely well for Russia either. No, there, there's there's some questions about whether they got they got, got their more resolve, time, more troops, and you know, yeah, they've got all the resources, or not all the they got more resources, but do they? Do they have the will to, well, to carry this out? Ukraine's just running out of soldiers, so they're just not as big. Uh, but again, though, is this the United States' problem? You know, or, or, and and fundamentally, are we supposed to you know go around and? I mean, I, I want to send U.S. troops, and, and that's what this is going to involve if if, if we don't get out. Uh, I want to send U.S. troops where. We have vital U.S. interests, and Ukraine. You know, we we don't need their wheat fields. We just don't. No, we don't. And so, one thing I liked about Trump's um, presidency was his foreign policy. Um, he, he it's kind of a non-interventionist, and um, I, I appreciate that because I I, I agree. <clears throat> it, it's not worse than an American blood over there, in my opinion, uh, to, to the Ukraine to fight in a, in a war between them and Russia. Um, yeah, and apparently Mitch McConnell was determined that the Senate not support a continuing resolution over the weekend. You know, Mitch McConnell needs to retire. He really does. He needs and, to go. And there was a, a, a revolt among Republicans in the Senate who just you know, said, uh-uh, this is not the hill we want to die on. Uh, we we don't care about Ukraine funding all that much, and they they back they they overran McConnell, and and that's a good thing. Yeah, uh, it is. You know. Meanwhile, the Biden Express. I was reading about this over the weekend. Talk about what's happening on the southern border. The there is at every day there is a flight from Istanbul to Bogota, Colombia. It's being called the Biden Express. It is full of African migrants. 
and not just from northern Africa, they're from Central Africa and Southern Africa. They it every day it comes across. It is absolutely full of uh, African migrants. They fly into Bogota, Colombia. Then they work their way, sometime by rail, sometime by plane, to Nicaragua, where Nicaragua will sell them all the false passports, paperwork, or whatever they want. And, but then they've got to go by foot through through up through Panama and Mexico, and eventually arrive at the Mexican border. There are billboards up in Istanbul saying, "We'll get you to Bogota once you get to the Mexican border. You're home free." You know. Now, this is costing. My question, though, is who's paying for this? As they say the 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 air freight is the fare is twelve thousand dollars or so. Good grief! You're, these guys are coming from countries, and they're males, military age males. I'm looking at the pictures right now. These guys are coming from countries where you know the average annual salary is like ten thousand bucks, you know, uh, or less, sometimes far less. Where are they getting the you know fifteen or twenty thousand dollars it's going to take to get them all the way to the U.S. You know, sure George Soros or someone like that is helping. You have out. to think something like that's going Correct. on. It's disturbing. There's no doubt. I tell you what, the the, the writer strike ended in Hollywood. Bill Maher was back over the weekend, and he is the first Democrat I've seen that has said that Joe Biden needs to drop out of the race. That's about to pick up. I'm telling you, he says for the betterment of the party, he's got to go. Where does that leave Kamala? Gavin Newsom. Oh boy. All right, we need to talk about.